0: Before you answer, Paul, he's got a phone number here. I wondered if we should just call him and have a chat to him. You can say hi. All
1: right. I guess we could. Let's do it. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to another episode of Mr. A+. This week, I've decided to make a second mailbag episode. In other words answering emails from fans around the world. So sit back, relax, and enjoy listening to what I have to say. I'd like to introduce you to one of my podcast producers. Her name is Mandy. Hello, Mandy.
0: Hello, Michael. I'm so excited to be on the podcast with you today.
1: I'm pretty excited too.
0: There are so many emails that come in every single day. Do you realize?
1: Not really. (laughs)
0: Well, I do, because I have a look at them all, and I have to say, you get emails from all around the world. Wow. It's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: It it certainly is.
0: Does it blow your mind a little bit that there's somebody in Norway that's sitting there in their room that types a little letter to you here in Australia?
1: Yep, it kind of does.
0: All right. Well, do you want to get into it? Shall we open the mailbag?
1: Yes, Let's proceed, shall we?
0: Are you worried about any of the questions you might get?
1: (laughs) Not really, I'll just see how it comes.
0: Good on you. All right, let's see how it comes. Here we go. Dear Michael, I really hope you received this message as I want to thank you from the bottom of my heart. I just listened to your podcast episode about dating tips and I started crying right at the beginning as you were saying you hope people with trauma can own their past and there is nothing to feel shamed about. Two years ago, I got out of a long-term domestic violence relationship. Uh So hearing someone say that means the world to me because having trauma and starting to date again is so scary and vulnerable. Your view on dating, finding the right person and relationships will stay with me as I venture into this new adventure because they are exactly as authentic as I want to live and love from now on. You have a good heart, Michael. I hope you find everything you are looking for in life. Warm regards from Yvonne in Grube from Germany.
1: Oh, thank you very much, Yvonne from Germany. I really appreciate your honesty about about your email. I did the best I, I could with handing out dating tips. And I'm actually really impressed that you managed to get yourself out of that abusive relationship. And whenever you find yourself in an abusive situation... remove yourself from it immediately Mm. before any more trauma is is caused to you and your
0: family Mm. it's a brave thing to do isn't it Yep, it's a very brave thing all right so from ohio in the united states i actually don't know where ohio is do you know where ohio is
1: it's in the midwestern region of the u.s
0: oh nice there you go Mr. A+, a friend told us about the Netflix show and we loved it. You were our absolute favourite. Now we have other friends watching it and we all agree you are amazing. We think you should have your own TV show. They say we skip over the other people on the show just to watch you and your family. <laughs> they fast forward until they get to you. Uh. <laughs> so this is from... Michelle C, Ohio, USA. She says, thank you for gi- giving us a glimpse into your amazing world.
1: To Michelle C from Ohio in the US, I'd like to say thank you very much for your compliments. I really appreciate it. It's flattering, but also surprising to hear as well.
0: <laughs> I'm, I'm just picturing what it looks like with your family sort of buzzing around the kitchen in fast forward.
1: <laughs> oh, <laughs> Fascinating
0: (laughs) (laughs) Okay, should we move on to the next one?
1: Yes, sure
0: Okay Hi Michael, hope you're well I just wanted to reach out to say hello And to tell you that I have recently Got my girlfriend hooked on Love on the Spectrum As well as your podcast She's funny, she's bubbly, she's bright and she's clever We met on Christmas Eve at church And I asked all of her friends if she was single and it turns out she was into me as much as I was into her. So before I knew it, we were dating and watching Love on the Spectrum together. Wow. Looking forward to hearing from you. That's from Daniel.
1: Daniel from?
0: Doesn't say where he's from, Michael, so we don't oh. know. But it's Daniel and Haley.
1: Okay. I'd like to say hello, Daniel, and hello, Haley. I'm really flattered to receive your email and how much you really appreciate the show, and the podcast. I really appreciate it. But I also want to wish the both of you the best of luck in your relationship. Always love each other, do what's best for each other, and always stay loyal to each other.
0: It's great advice.
1: And follow your heart.
0: Mm. So they met on Christmas Day. It's pretty cool, isn't it?
1: That's quite a day to meet to meet a potential partner.
0: Isn't it? Well, you wouldn't forget your anniversary, would you?
1: No, not really. Well, I certainly wouldn't.
0: Do you think it's important to celebrate anniversaries?
1: Yes, of course. Especially if it's with your partner.
0: How long have your parents been together yeah. for?
1: Um, almost 34 years now. Wow. Well, in terms of marriage.
0: That's a long time, isn't it? And do they celebrate every anniversary?
1: No, not really. They don't really celebrate the an- anniversaries that much.
0: But if it was your anniversary on Christmas you wouldn't get as many presents because you'd give one present and you'd say, this is your anniversary present and your Christmas present.
1: <laughs> yeah. But that. But then again, um, material gifts don't really matter. What's in, the best anniversary gift you can give your partner is doing something romantic for them.
0: What would you do as an anniversary present?
1: Well, I would... Um, do an act of service mm. to show her how much I love her. And... Make the scene as romantic as as possible.
0: That is so cool.
1: And, and maybe give her one material gift. Right. It's because if I give her too many material gifts, it'll just be like spoiling her too much.
0: So have you ever heard of the five love languages? Yes, I have. Have you had a look at that to see what your love language is?
1: Yes, I have. And by coincidence, my love language happens to be... All five of them.
0: Wow. Okay.
1: You know, giving gifts, physical touch, quality time, acts of service, and words of affirmation.
0: If you had to pick one that was more important to you, what would it be?
1: Um, that'd be very hard to decide.
0: All right. Maybe two. All right. Go for the top two.
1: Okay. Maybe um, quality time. Mm-hmm. and and probably also physical touch as well.
0: They're all so important, aren't they? Daniel and Haley, great to hear from you guys.
1: It was a pleasure.
0: All right, this one's from Texas. Oh, Texas. And this is from Rebecca. She says, Hello, Michael. My name is Rebecca, Rebecca Johnston, and I live in Fredericksburg, Texas. I just wanted to let you know how much we loved you on the Netflix series Love on the Spectrum. You were our absolute favourite. As many others mentioned, we enjoyed seeing you interact and banter with your loving family. It's such a feel-good show. Everyone loves your family.
1: Yes, I know.
0: She says, I'm now listening to your podcast and the one with your mum was sensational.
1: Hmm.
0: Everybody loves your mum.
1: Yes, I'm aware of that. Do you know why?
0: Everyone loves her. Why do you think everyone loves your mum? I don't know. You don't? Nope. I think it's because she's funny. Oh. And she laughs a lot. She's got a great laugh. Yeah.
1: Well, being a son, I would just I would tend to disagree.
0: <laughs> why?
1: Because no because nobody adores their mother that much.
0: Yes, they do. Not to that not
1: not to that point.
0: Rebecca goes on to say, "You yeah. mentioned how you didn't understand why your sister is so protective of you even though she's much younger than you. I was the same way with my brother, who is eight years older than me. I was very close to him growing up, and in some respects I felt threatened and or jealous that another girl was taking time away from the relationship we had together. I think that's normal when one looks up to their big brother. I also wanted to be sure that she didn't mistreat him. I think if you're close to your brother, it's normal to be protective of them if you love them. So I would say that that's a good thing that she looks out for you.
1: Thank you, Rebecca all the way from Texas, I really appreciate it. And yes, my, my sister is kind of protective of me, and so is my dad for that matter. It's because my sister is just being a loving sister, just looking out for her older brother. If your brother gets gets himself a partner and you feel jealous, you shouldn't feel jealous or threatened, you should be aware that nothing is gonna happen with, with you and your brother. That relationship will always be intact. Because, after all, a partner is an addition to your family. See it that way. And, yes, I know, everybody loves my family. And everyone loves my mother. Everybody does.
0: <laughs> How would you describe your mom?
1: Several things remind me of my mother. Gloria Pritchett on Modern Family definitely reminds me of my mother. <laughs> my, my mother is basically... She has the height of Kristen Bell. The um, characteristics of Gloria Pritchett on Modern Family... Yeah, that's basically what I would describe her as.
0: Yeah. I can't imagine your mum getting angry. Does she get angry at all?
1: She does, yes. <laughs> all mothers do. This is true. But also we expect she's half half Italian.
0: <laughs> so she's got that fire. Yep. Well, that's a great one from Rebecca from Texas. She says keep doing what you love. The world definitely loves you.
1: Thank you, Rebecca.
0: Well, this next one is from G.A. USA. Where's G.A.?
1: G.A.? Is that Georgia? In the U.S.? Let me see. Yeah, it's Georgia.
0: It's Georgia. There we go. Yes. Marietta, Georgia. It's Kyle Jennings. Michael, I just start out by saying I really enjoy your podcast. I was turned on to your podcast after listening to you on Justin Long's podcast, Life is Short. Oh. When did you do that with Justin?
1: Um, back in December.
0: Right. Okay. My oldest son, who just turned five, is diagnosed on the autism spectrum and I have a lot of hope for him and his future. My son is nonverbal, but we hope one day soon he will start speaking. He is a happy, energetic little boy and very affectionate. He also is a big Thomas the Tank Engine fan like you. Oh. I just want to say you are very inspirational and you give me and my family a lot of hope. Either way, I just wanted to reach out and share my little story with you. Know that you do affect a lot of people with your story and I for one am grateful that you are sharing it. You are reaching me all the way in Marietta, Georgia in the United States.
1: Well, hello to Kyle Jennings from Georgia in the United States. I just wanted to say um, I'm actually quite surprised that you first heard about me from Justin Long's podcast, Life is Short. I really appreciate all the compliments you listed in your email. It's really pleasing to see that somebody else happens to be a fan of Thomas as well. And in regards to your five-year-old son, just keep supporting him in the best way you can. Always raise him well and always help him whenever there's some kind of hiccup. Always do your best. Be the best father you can possibly be. And your, your son will definitely be fine. Just keep persisting with him.
0: Good on you. Good advice. Thank you. Did you start speaking straight away, on, you know, given that you had some some issues early on?
1: I don't remember, but my mother once told me that um, when I was a kid, I needed speech therapy.
0: Oh, there you but go. But I don't
1: remember this.
0: Okay. But there are so many other ways to communicate, aren't there? Yeah, always. I love it when you smile and your eyes pop. Do you know that when you do a really huge smile, your eyes pop? They do. Yeah, and when you're confused like that, your eyes kind of pop as well. They're really cool. You're very expressive in the face, Michael.
1: Yes, thank you. And uh, so is my mother for that matter.
0: See, there's a lot of similarities between you and your mum.
1: Yes, I could certainly tell.
0: (laughs) Now, Michael, there's someone here called Paul, and he's emailed you to say, Hi, Michael, I just wanted to offer you my best wishes, mate. I was very curious about the show Love on the Spectrum that you are on, because I have a young nephew who's on the spectrum, and my brother and I have always been interested in what it's going to be like for him when it comes to his time to find his life partner. Thanks for giving us great insight on the trials and tribulations of finding love on the spectrum. I live in Perth, Western Australia now, but I was born and raised in Wollongong, a beautiful part of the world. So every time I hear you talk about Wollongong, I always have a warm, fuzzy feeling of knowing that you were talking about my home. I wish you all the best Mm. in your endeavours, Michael. I believe that you will be around in the entertainment industry for a long time and that your determination will also pave the way for others that are on the spectrum. Oh. All the best in love and light. Thanks for your time, Michael. Paul. Now, before you answer Paul, he's got a phone number here. I wondered if we should just call him and have a chat to him. You can say hi.
1: All right. I guess we
0: could. Let's do it. Hello, Paul speaking.
1: Hello, Paul. Is that you? Yes. I would like to um say I appreciate your your email that you sent me recently. Thank you.
2: I do a lot of driving around that, uh, where I work, and in those drives, I listen to a lot of different podcasts, and I, I came across your one. And, um, mate, being loving your content, it's been fantastic and enjoying your insight and, um, and your guests. Fantastic. And I just thought, you know what, I'm going to write to him, you know, I really feel a connection to your uh, your show, um, my nephew who is on the spectrum. I think I mentioned that in, in my email and, you know, watching Love on the Spectrum based on my nephew and thinking how things are going to be for him later on in life has been a really interesting um, show for myself and my brother, you know, and, and what. You guys have gone through in your quest for finding the love of your life and the partner number one you're from wollongong i was born in wollongong and you know so i always have a connection to there and just just also your story and, and you're looking for love and uh, your belief system as well i, I really find it intriguing so yeah i just really connected to a lot of your stuff and just really lo- loving your show mate it's fantastic
1: thanks paul what do you love what did you love about living in wollongong
2: Oh, look! I would, I would say it have to be uh, the beaches and the beauty. Uh, it's just the people. I think there's a special uh, connection of Illawarra. I'm Abri- I've, I've got an Aboriginal background, um, and you know, my mum's Aboriginal and she comes from Central Queensland, and and my dad's from the Gong. Yeah, he still lives there now. And yeah, look, there was always the story of the Five Islands of Paul Kembler that, that re- I was really drawn to, um, and just the, the surrounding mountains, mate. It's it's absolutely a stunning, uh, beautiful part of the world.
1: Another beautiful part of Wollongong is the Botanical Gardens.
2: Yes, actually, that's where my dad married his second wife. Oh, funnily enough,
1: <laughs> impressive.
2: I was a I was a little page boy at that Michael, and I was I was five years old, and uh, looking looking pretty tidy in a nice little white suit.
1: Nice. What do you miss most about Wollongong?
2: I would say family, because you know a lot of my family come from there. So I miss the family, and you know my brother and sister there as well. So it's um. You know, I'm I'm on the other side of the country, in Perth. We've just opened up our borders, so that's been really good. I'm now able to travel, um, across and, and see. But it's been you know been a tough period. I know I won't speak about the C word of COVID. I'll, I'll leave that out because I know that's a, a no go on your um on your yes, chat it's, list. But um, yes, yes, that's right. Look, it's it's been a tough time just with family so now that that's happening I'm, I'm actually going to melbourne in a few weeks and i'll get to catch up with some family so that's going to be really really good that's good
1: impressive it's really it's really important for people to make time for your family and friends even when you are busy
2: yeah that's right mate it's uh you know as as it is to you family is uh is, is a very important part of life and i think um you know your family are there to help guide you and be there and, and care for you and love you and yeah and help and um you know, that's. It doesn't matter how old you are in life. You still, you still need that connection with family. And you know, as you get older, I've got kids now, and I sort of do the same for them as well. So it's, um, it's just one of those things, mate. You know, it's family's Families, everything.
1: Yes, Paul, that is correct. Family is one of the most important things in life. Everybody needs family and friends.
2: Have you ever been to Perth yourself, Michael?
1: I've never been to Perth.
2: No. Well. You're gonna to have to do yourself a favor one day and, and, and make a trip to Perth you'll you'll never regret it.
1: I wish. <laughs> Why did you leave Wollongong?
2: I was, I work in mining so uh, the opportunity to to come over here and work in mining and, and live in that lifestyle was was appealing. You know it's really really good. I work for a big company and um, I can't complain it's, it's a really good lifestyle in, in that way. You know, but also to get, to get out of like Sydney, because I lived there for quite some time, and I just had enough of the, the really busy, busy lifestyle, and I found that Perth was such a better lifestyle to bring children up in. Perth, it's almost like Wongong on steroids, just bigger, that type of lifestyle. Wow. So that's, that's sort of what appealed to me.
1: Nice. And yes, I do agree with you, what you said about Sydney. Sydney life is very fast-paced. It's a very man-made jungle, humans and vehicles popping in and out from every direct from every direction and the parking is horrendous and not to mention people always on the go, always on their phones always always working. It's like it's almost like New York.
2: Mate, I've never been to New York, but I I would dare say it'd be close. And I think it's about um, you know about connecting with people. You know, when you walk down the street here, you know people tend to say hello to one another, which is really good. So, but yeah, Sydney's just too much these days for me, mate. Yes,
1: I can understand that. Sydney's not really for everyone. I do have one last question for you. Yes. I know this is kind of out of the blue, but um, what have you learned about love over the years?
2: Ah. Oh. Mate, that's a good question. What have I learned about love? What I've learned about love, I think sometimes you need to give love to get love. When I was looking for my ultimate mate, who I've now been with, uh, Nicole, uh, for 20 years, I didn't know what I was looking for, and I was wanting love. I got told, right? I got told this story. I was sort of a bit like, you know, when you were on, went on the show, you are really wanting a girlfriend, wanting to find true love. That was me. I wanted true love, and I was searching. And I worked as a barman, and this guy said to me one time in the bar, he said, mate, what's going on with you? Do you have a girlfriend? I said, no, I don't. And he said, well, I'll tell you this story. He said, a hunter will go hunting. In those three days, he won't find his prey. He said, but if the hunter stays in the same spot for those three days, the prey will come to him. And from that moment, I just went, wow. I was looking for it, and so I went, no, I've got to stop looking and just be myself. And then from being myself, it found me. But love's hard work as well. You know, love's not just, you know, the easy part's falling in love. And I think it's staying in love is is the hard work. But it's, you know, when you find someone, I think much like your parents, sort of like myself and my wife, it's it's finding someone that you're relaxed with. You can be yourself and, um, you know, have a have a good laugh and, you know, and, and enjoy the same things and have the same goals and work towards the same things. But be supportive of one another and, you know, uh, love's, love's, a beautiful thing, but love is also very hard work. It's easy when that person is also reciprocating that love, so you've got to give love to to receive it.
1: Yes, of course. That's very true. I'm really pleased with how happy you are with your lot in life and, and what good it does for you. I'm really pleased for you about about it all. Well done. So in other words what you're also saying is be yourself but don't look.
2: Yeah, you just be yourself and, 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 and go ahead in life and, and continue to be yourself and then it'll it'll pop up in front of you one day and you'll be like, Whoa, oh, there it is. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. It was the, the the last thing I thought that I was gonna find was love. And at that point when I thought that I wasn't gonna find it, I found it. I found that I needed to look into myself to find myself first. And then once I did that, I was able to then get smacked in the face by love. <laughs>
1: That's impressive. Yeah, that's good.
2: Hey, Michael, I know that was your last question. I just want to say thank you very much for your time, my friend.
1: Yep, yeah, you're welcome.
2: Keep doing what you're doing. You're doing a fantastic job. Really loved your last couple of um, podcasts, yeah, mate. You'll nail it, and you already are. You're doing such a good job, like, and it's it's a really joyful listen, my friend. It's really really joyful, and uh, yeah, mate. I'm gonna go ring up my kids and just tell them I was talking to you. They'll be stoked, hey, eh? speaking to a celebrity.
1: Thank you, Paul. I. I appreciate that.
2: It's a, a very big pleasure, mate, and uh, I, I look forward to hearing many of your shows to years to come. And I, look, I hope that you finally do get the show with Susie Porter and what's the guy from Kenny? What was his name? Shane Jacobson. Hope you get a sitcom as as them as your parents and your your quest for love. What a good story that would be, and their guidance in life of what they're giving you. Stories writing itself, Michael. Keep it up.
1: Yeah, I would love that. Um, thank you for your time, Paul. I appreciate it.
2: No worries, mate. Thank you. Much appreciated.
1: No problem.
2: Enjoy the rest of your day, buddy.
1: Thanks. You too. Enjoy enjoy your day.
2: I will.
0: Michael, what a wonderful human being. Yeah. What great advice too about love and his story about not looking for love and finding love when he wasn't looking. I thought that was really cool. It
1: reflects what people usually say. It comes when you least expect it.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's a great spot to leave our mailbag, and obviously people can get in touch with you, can't they?
1: You can contact me at mysteryplus at gmail.com. If you have any questions you want to ask me, just shoot shoot away. I'll be happy to, happy to hear them.
0: Fantastic. Well, Michael, another great podcast. Thank you for letting me join you on this one.
1: You're welcome, Mandy, and thank you for taking your time out of your own schedule to do this. No
0: problem at all. I really enjoy chatting with you as... Many people do, Michael. So have a great week and we'll see each other again next week.
1: See you then. Well, ladies and gentlemen, that has been our second Mailbag episode for Mr. A+. And don't worry, there will be a third one in the the near future. I promise you that. Thank you for your time, ladies and gentlemen. And I wish you all a very great day.